0: She's been called the Mother Teresa of porn, a former adult film star herself, Dr. Sharon Mitchell changed her life, went on to get a PhD in human sexuality, and is now a serious practitioner of healthy lives for others both in and out of the industry. You're listening to Reach MD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Sharon Mitchell, who likes to be called Dr. Mitch. Welcome, Dr. Mitch.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Now, if you are listening to this in the car with your children, I strongly advise you to switch channels at this point and come back to our website and podcast us later. We're talking about some very serious and intimate subjects, and you may not want to play this show in front of your children right now. All right. Tell us about yourself and how you went from adult film star to serious Ph.D. working for health in the industry.
1: Well, I had been working as a movie star in the adult entertainment industry, and I also produced and directed, and, and I was a dancer from 1975 until 1996. At that time, I was attacked by a crazed fan, which prompted me to change my life. went back to school in 1998. After there was an HIV outbreak in the adult entertainment industry, I was requested by the industry to come in and lend a hand. And I founded the Adult Industry Medical Healthcare Foundation, aka AIM Healthcare, and devised a method of screening and monitoring the adult entertainment talent, whereby using early detection testing methods, HIV by PCR DNA, chlamydia gonorrhea by PCR urine, all very early detection testing, GYN services, general health care, psych social health care, counseling, psychiatric assessment, Porn 101, which is a preparation counseling before entering the industry, basically keeping people healthy in all aspects, body, mind, emotion, spirit, while they're in the industry. And of course, when they're ready to leave, if they're having difficulty leaving, we have a program which involves scholarship and counseling called Life After Porn Program. So we kind of do it all.
0: Now, who works in the AIM Foundation? Do you have doctors, We nurses. have uh,
1: Dr. Colin Hamlin is our medical director. Dr. Mark Kerner is also one of the medical directors on our board of directors. Dr. Stephen York was the founding medical director.
0: So how many physicians are working for the foundation
1: at this we time? We have, let's see, five MDs working regularly. And we have 14 employees, and all employees must have degrees in either nursing or medical assistant, and they must have ongoing education in STD and HIV counseling, along with drug and alcohol counseling, because we really have to hit such a broad range of subjects Everyone needs to be involved and educated with as much information as possible, not to mention non-judgmental, which is more difficult to find in the clinical world than you may think.
0: No, I would believe you. And all this care is free to all the workers in the industry, correct?
1: No. Uh, they pay there for? is a donation. No, there's a hundred dollar donation for talent members each month and then the producers kick in the rest, which means it's a sliding scale depending on how large your company is of donations because we're a non-profit organization and this makes up our budget for the year this way everyone can write off any donations that they either use for services or make donations and we provide the production companies with online results the talent goes in one day even if they come in at five o'clock in the afternoon by 10 o'clock in the morning all the results are online with very very secure encoded passwords for the production companies to pick up those clean bills of health, keep them in their records, people share them and maintain them.
0: So are the patients signing HIPAA consents that the producers can get the information?
1: Yes, they are. They are signing very specific authorizations to release results. They are aware that their results are going to be shared and that they are also aware that HIV and STDs are an occupational hazard. Using PCR DNA, we detect HIV around 10 to 12 days consistently and have for the last 10 years. We do not see a lot of HIV in the industry. Why? Because people need a clean bill of health from AIM before they can enter the industry. And usually we'll catch people that are HIV positive before entering the industry. In fact, there's only been 17 cases in a decade.
0: So do you think in the 10 years, you said 10 years that AIM's been around? Correct. Have you actually seen a decrease in STDs in the industry?
1: Yes. When I started, I took a baseline, and I found that the STDs other than HIV were at 12.8% of this population, and upon screening, even six months later, upon introducing the screening method, and remember, they all get screened every two weeks if they're not using a condom and every 28 days if they are using condoms. The majority of the people don't use condoms, but even without the condoms, in total, it's been holding specifically
0: at 1.8%. Well, that's awesome. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Reach MDXM, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and I'm speaking with Dr. Sharon Mitchell, known as Dr. Mitch, a PhD who's an advocate for health within the adult entertainment industry and in society in general. You also have a private practice on the side to work with non-adult film stars. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I do. I have a private practice that deals with the general public in counseling, and also AIM is open to the general public. We have specific online services for, we call them civilians, so anyone out there who wants early detection testing, and you know, which I always recommend in any relationship to test before you go to sleep or sleep together and test before you decide to take that condom off. Let's test and share your results. And uh, you can just log on to AIM-med.org and we'll set that up for you wherever you are or come on in if you're in the Los Angeles area.
0: So you counsel people on their sexual issues, correct? Sure do. What do you think about the medical profession in general? Are we sweeping these issues under the rug for mm-hmm. people yeah, to deal Yeah, I think with? there's a
1: couple things happening. I think that not everyone is comfortable talking about sex. I think there's a tremendous amount of judgment in there, and I think a lot of clinicians are out there are missing you know, the HIV positives and the STDs because they're seeing their regular patients come in and they're saying, oh, have you been screened for HIV lately? And, and they'll say, ah, you don't really need it because you've been married and so on and so forth. And really you kind of have to probe and you have to do these battery of tests regardless, even if they are married. You don't know what's going on in their private life, so give them a test at least once a year, preferably once every six months if you're using the ELISA test. And I also think that not just with sex workers but with people that are sexually active, there's a tremendous amount of judgment. What's a nice girl like you doing that? Or why are, you, why are you sleeping with all those people? Or you're doing porn? You know, you don't know the situation, and it's none of your damn business who's doing what. You know, as clinicians, we are there to provide services to keep people healthy. It's none of our business to probe in people's lives until they ask us. And then referring to a clinical sexologist such as myself, or a sex therapist or someone in the area. is something that definitely needs to be done because there are a wealth of subjects and topics that regular MDs just aren't prepared and don't have the time to talk to about people that are having sexual issues.
0: How do you think we can become more sensitized to this issue? Our physician listeners who are out in their offices, is there something online or a course or something we can read to really get ourselves more familiar and sensitized to handling patients' sexual issues.
1: Actually, even though our program is very specific for adult entertainers, take a look at aim-med.org, log on, check out our Porn 101 and 102, and you're going to really get a sense of what early detection testing is like, what screening is like, without judgment, the types of psychosocial issues, that are there for people that are working and sex work and people that are sexually active regardless. So I would really take a look at that.
0: Can you give us that address again?
1: aim-med.org and click on the streaming video Porn 101 and 102. It's about two hours of a course, and I think you're really going to like it.
0: Let's talk a little bit about government regulation of the adult film industry. What do you think about it? I understand you've got two sides to your answer.
1: Yeah, I do, and I'll tell you. I have been in, you know, kind of a battle, not just personally on this subject, which is very true with Sacramento, because I know this population very well and how fickle this porn industry is. The 90% of the porn business, gay and straight, is planted right in the San Fernando Valley where AIM has three locations. And being, having been in that industry as an actress as well as a producer and director, I know what's going to fly with these folks and what's not. And when the government comes in and intervenes and all of a sudden says, okay, mandatory condom use, everyone's got to use a condom, and everyone's got to test through the county health care department no matter what, you know what's going to happen? That's going to drive people way back underground because right now we have 98% compliance within the industry with all the companies both in the San Fernando Valley and all the little mom and pops, video companies, you know, out of state. But if you tell these people they have to do something, they are not going to go into the county health department. And how could you expect someone from the county health department to sit down and talk to a pimp, open-minded, about how he's got to bring in his girls to be screened regularly or coach someone on how to use Viagra and take care of their methamphetamine problem at the same time or you know, how come it's a high risk to use cabraject? Cabraject is made for people that are paraplegics that need assistance in that area, not for you to give an injection and not use a condom and then go on the set. And I mean, these are extreme topics. No one at the county health department or even a regular practitioner's office is going to be able to handle these types of situations. So what AIM does is very, very specific. And also, this industry, these folks aren't going to be willing to share their information with the government. They feel that the government has always wanted to find them, tax them, give them more problems historically. They're not going to be open to using condoms. Well,
0: okay. That's for the people in the San Fernando Valley. How about our listeners in Chicago, New York, Detroit, Atlanta, or the middle of the country? How do they find someone like you to send patients
1: to? Well, go online and you go to www.sexscience.org, you can find the Society for the Scientific Study of Sexuality. And there are lists of clinical sexologists. And at some other time, uh, Michael, I'd love to talk to you about the difference of a clinical sexologist versus a sex therapist, because we're two entirely different animals. But that's a great place to start for Good open minded sexual health counseling with a wealth of experience and also board certifications. That's important.
0: Well, that's great. So, that is www.sexscience.org for our listeners. Dr. Mitch, thanks for being our guest today and discussing your life and the work you do to bring health to the adult film industry and to human sexuality in general. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinicians Roundtable on Reach MD, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMDXM is here for you, the health professionals who care for your patients. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. With its on-demand and podcast features, we'll allow you to access our entire program library, including this show. Register on the website and enter promo code RADIO. And we truly thank you for listening.
1: I'm Dr. Charles Salmonow from George Washington University in Washington, D.C., You're listening to the first national radio channel created specifically for medical professionals.